Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God, both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back to the Greater Work Podcast. I'm Sean Gibson. We're in the middle of a series called Burned Out, Not Burned Up. And from the onset, I want to be very clear about something. I am not a professional licensed mental health counselor. I'm not a doctor. What I am is a believer in Christ. And I'm also someone that works in corporate America. And I'm also somebody that is a multiple-time occupational burnout survivor. Now, in our last episode, I introduced you to the Holy Spirit and we discussed his role in your healing from workplace burnout. Just as a recap, the Spirit is here now and wants to partner with you in your recovery from burnout. He's with you and he also lives inside of you now. As we read in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, uh, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who you've received from God? You know, in this Christian walk, We must establish in our life, and especially in our work life, that the Spirit is with us, residing in us constantly. Not just when we're in church, but He's also with us when we're at work, when we're going back and forth on emails, talking with our boss or our co-workers, or even in our closed-door office meeting. Thankfully, He is also with us to help bring healing when we enter into, let's just call it workplace burnout mode. As you'll discover, The Spirit will guide you through a process that's going to help you to accept that really you're burned out and then help to pinpoint where it came from so it can be dealt with properly. Over the next several weeks, I want to talk with you about some of the main reasons we get burned out. And then I want to share with you how the Spirit is going to be able to help bring healing where you need it the most. In this episode, let's take a look at the first reason that we allow burnout into our work life, fear. Now, when I say fear, I don't mean the kind of fear that comes uh, like in an overwhelming blast, like when you were a kid watching horror movies. You know, the kind where the killer walks in and slashes everyone's throat with a knife or cuts them up with a chainsaw. I'm not talking about that kind of fear. The fear that I'm talking about, instead, it's not that intense initially. It builds up over time, slowly building and building until it takes over your entire thought life. It's the kind of fear that makes you exhausted so that when you come home after a hard day of work, you fall asleep shortly after you get home and then you wake up in the middle of the night fearful about what's going on in your workplace. And that fear, it fights dirty. It's going to kick you when you're down and usually it's hard to get back to sleep, perpetuating the exhaustion making you unable to be productive in your workplace. You know, I had one coworker that was a burnout in her work situation. Now, she was brilliant. She had a lot of natural talent. She had worked extremely hard, become very educated in her profession. She had this natural charisma about her that made everyone jealous. But behind closed doors, she was one of the most fearful people that I've ever encountered. As a self-proclaimed uh, perfectionist, she made it a point to please everyone in the workplace. The idea of someone not liking her would devastate her because she was constantly trying to get all the managers and all the co-workers to like her and praise her. She was always afraid of making a mistake. The pressure that she put on herself was more than any pressure that the managers had placed on her. And because of that, she burned herself out because she was afraid of not pleasing everyone. When Paul the Apostle was writing in the book of Galatians, he made a startling statement that applies to our work life. Let's read this out loud. Galatians 1 verse 10. Am I now seeking the approval of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? 
if I'm still trying to please men, then I'm not a servant of Christ. You know, our focus in our work life is not to seek the approval of men. Instead, we are to strive to bring pleasure and honor to God. Colossians 3 reminds us, whatever you do, work at it with your whole being. For the Lord, not men, because that is whom you'll receive your inheritance from. It is the Lord Christ that you're serving. Now look, when we work, we are not called to live a life in fear of what other people think. We as believers of Christ, we are to bring honor to God through our work and our work efforts. Our leadership, our managers, they come second. And co-workers, well, you know what, they're way below that. If you're burned out from fear of what others think about you in the workplace, my friend, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you in his word and prayerfully ask that he'll guide you through this healing process. You know, in another word of wisdom, involve your pastor, involve even a counselor if need be. Some of these fears that you have in seeking people pleasing, they may run deep and you need a professional to help you with that. You know, one of the other ways that I've seen fear leading to burnout is when there is some drama going on in the company. No company's perfect. And when I say drama in the company, I mean that there's rumors of layoffs coming. You know, along the same vein, it could be a boss is not happy and he wants to crack some skulls and get rid of some people. You know, when rumors like this start circulating, it's normal for anyone to start working extra hard so that they can prove that they're not replaceable and that they're too important or too vital for the company's health. When you feel that your job is being threatened, worries about not having an income if you get laid off or fired, uh, they'll bombard your mind like it's World War III. The concern for finances is something, frankly, that most of us struggle even when things are going well. But when you feel your job may be on the line, that fear takes it to a whole nother level. We never allow ourselves to rest when we work under that kind of fearful mindset. Our internal dialogue may sound something like, if you take a break, you rest. They may think that you're not a hard worker. And if you're not working hard, well, they may not want to keep you on board. Then it goes on to, if I lose my job, how am I going to pay my bills? Uh, I'm going to be a disappointment to my family and on and on and on. My friend, that type of fear is tormenting and it is horrible. I've personally lived through that type of burnout many times. And each time I faced this type of uncertainty, the Spirit of God would direct me back to the Word of God to look at certain specific scriptures on fear. Just to let you in on my experience, Isaiah 41.10. Uh, so don't fear for I am with you. Don't be afraid. I am your God and I will strengthen you and surely I will help you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. Another one, Psalm 94.19. This is one of my favorites. When anxiety overwhelms me, your consolations delight me. Those consolations are the promises that we find in the Word of God. Especially when we feel that the fear that we're dealing with seems a bit unusual. Maybe it's a bit extra. It seems strong. We need to be aware that Satan may be launching an attack on our jobs and on our careers and professional life. Paul wrote in Ephesians 6, Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can make that stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle, my friend, it's not against flesh and blood. It's not against rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this world, against any darkness, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I could also tell you that our struggle, my friend, is not against our boss. There is a demonic influence out there, and the guy that runs it is named Satan. While we are called to fear the Lord, we are not called to fear Satan. We're not called to fear man or any situation that we face in the workplace. When we allow fear to come in concerning a potential job loss, it becomes the entry point for Satan to come in and wage war in our mind. Paul went on to say a few verses later, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish 
all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. Those flaming arrows are those thoughts, those attacks. You're going to lose your job. You're going to be a failure. Take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Thank God that Paul wrote this down. It reminds us that we've got to surround our minds and our thought life with the scriptures that we can use to defend ourselves when we're under satanic attack in our work lives. We have to remind ourselves of scriptures like 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and self-control. If we're burning out in our workplace because we are afraid of losing our job or letting our leadership down or, you know, frankly, whatever fear is making us burn out, we must remember that God has not given us that fear. And if God didn't give it to us, we need to ask ourselves, well, where did it come from? My friend, if you have allowed yourself to burn out because of a fear motivation, let's go to God right now. Let's confess our fears and ask him to bring rest and restoration to our souls. Just as the scriptures tell us in 1 Peter 5, 7, cast your anxieties upon him because he cares for you. Beloved, let's cast these cares upon him right now. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are not the father of fear. Satan is. He's the father of lies. And whenever we embrace lies, we're embracing the fear that comes with it. So Father, right now I ask, expose in our life, in our professional life, in our work life, the fear that we believe in, whether we're aware of it or not, the people-pleasing, the fear of not working hard enough, or whatever this fear is telling us to do in our workplace that's causing us to burn out. Father, I ask, reveal this into our hearts so that we can repent of it, not do it again, and draw us to your word so that we can discover again the scriptures that tell us Perfect love casts out fear, and you're a God that says, I love you, and my love is perfect. Help us to absorb that love that you have for us, that we don't have to live in this fear. And Father, for that one right now that has dealt with burnout because of fear, I'm asking that you would bring restoration to their life, bring wholeness to their life. I ask that you'd send the right people in their path. If they need counseling, I pray that you would send them in the direction that they need to go and let them work with that counselor in the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And Father, I ask right now that you'd also help them to sleep. There's nothing worse than waking up in the middle of the night fearful about something that really hasn't even happened. We ask that you would give your beloved rest. We thank you for this. Thank you that we don't have to be afraid because you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. And more importantly, you've given us the Holy Spirit to guide us to the word, to show us Jesus, and to also see you. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.